you're listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast, hosted by Zach Bechtold and Matt Franks. If you'd like to learn more about the Bearded Theologians, you can go online at beardedtheologians.com, where we have past podcasts, blogs, and a couple items for sale. So check us out, beardedtheologians.com. Thank you for listening, and enjoy this week's show. You're listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast, hosted by Matt Franks. And Zach Bechtold. So um, this week on the podcast, we're going to um, dive into Luke chapter 18, verses 9 through 14. And um, I'll let Zach, uh, Zach likes to read the, the scripture for you. And so I'll let Zach uh, read it and then we'll talk about it. So dive right in, Zach. I like to read. Um, so here's, here's uh, the parable that Jesus tells. Uh, he also told this parable to some who trusted in themselves that they were righteous and regarded um, others with contempt. Two men went up to the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee standing by himself was praying thus, God, I thank you that I am not like other people, thieves, rogues, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week. I give a tenth of all my income. But the tax collector, standing far off, would not even look up to heaven, but was beating his breast and saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner." I tell you this, man went down to his home justified rather than the other, for all who exalt themselves will be humbled, but all who humble themselves will be exalted. And so this is a really fun parable in in the idea of uh, Jesus is teaching us how to pray, essentially, um, in, in really we have two people here. We have a Pharisee and a tax collector, one religious leader and one uh, fairly despised individual. And we find the tax, uh, the Pharisee uh, coming up and, and praying a prayer much, much like I've heard a lot of people pray. Thank God I'm not like them. Thank God I'm not like those other people. And the Pharisees go, the Pharisee goes on to, to list, thieves, rogues, adulterers, and even this tax collector over there. And, and it makes me, it doesn't even make me think, it just, it makes me angry because I've heard these prayers uh, from various people, whether it's in, uh, in church, in small groups, at the dinner table, um, you know, in community, or, or simply I've heard people say these things in the last 24 hours. God, Thank God I'm not like those other people over there. Uh, thank God I'm me. Um, and, and even here today, we hear a lot of people saying, you know, thank God I'm white. Thank God I'm a man. Thank God I'm straight. Thank God. And, and all of these prayers of, um, of privilege, in a sense. And that's, that's what Jesus, I think, is getting at here, showing the, the difference between uh, privileged prayer and a humbled prayer where the tax collector comes in and, and simply with humility says, God have mercy on me. And, and Jesus response is, this is the one that goes home uh, justified in their prayer rather than exalting themselves. Um, and I love that last line. Uh, he will be humbled, but all who humble themselves or uh, for all who exalt themselves will be humbled, but all who humble themselves will be exalted. And when we think of that in terms of prayer, humility is uh, uh, a much greater prayer than bragging, um, thanking God for privilege, exalting ourselves over and above someone else in prayer. Uh, Humility is so much where it's at in Jesus's eyes. 
So thinking about this and looking at it, um, two things come up in this story. And, and it's, I think it's because of the way I imagine when Jesus tells parables, he's trying to get us to engage mm-hmm. um, everybody in the story. And so I think there are times where we are the Pharisees. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then there are times where we're the tax collector. And I, I think if you were preaching this, I'd almost caution against you trying to say not to be one, but be the other. Mm-hmm. Because there's all sorts of things about that in the sense of like saying, you know, Jesus isn't pointing out that the Pharisees are a bad people. He's just pointing out the fact that this particular person prayed in this way. And then the other person prayed in this other way. And that the real lesson is it's not the person but it's the action in which they did and that those people that lift themselves up uh, will be bar- low. And, and that's why I like the, the next line in, in, in the common English, that next sentence in verse 14, all who lift themselves up will be brought low and those who make themselves low will be lifted up. And I like that because he's not saying Pharisees who lift themselves up, He's really pointing to all people. It's just the Pharisees and the tax collector were just two examples of people. He could have easily said Bob and Tom went to the synagogue the other day and they prayed this prayer. And this is how the Bob prayed and this is how Tom prayed. And, 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 you know, like, right. But, but there's but, an but intentionality to, but, there. But, on Jesus right. Well, part. that's, that's what I was getting at. The intentionality of the part is really to call out the religious leaders and say, how are you living your life? Mm-hmm. Well, because um, they know better, right? Or, well, they should. I mean, yeah. Um, and the, the tax collector gets it. And, mm-hmm. and how often in our communities where our religious authorities, and, and, and I'm a religious authority here, so like I'm calling myself out on this. How often do we act like the Pharisee in this story? And then, you know, and then how are we treating the others who are like the tax collectors in this story. Right. Well, and, and, and this, this plays fairly well into what Jesus does with parables, because most often Jesus is putting somebody who is seen as religious, seen as a religious authority, who should, should know better, um, and, and puts them up against somebody like a tax collector who is hated, who is despised, and who is seen as, as other and less than. Um, and who gets it right? And, and we see that with the disciples. How often does Jesus have to explain the parables to disciples, and yet everyone else around him gets it? And the ones that are closest to Jesus are going, why are you talking about this? What does this mean? Help us understand. And, you know, everyone else is going, oh, we get it. Oh, we get it. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, it's just that idea of, 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 being self-aware and, and remembering where we are and, and taking the fullness of it in rather than just going, oh, I know the answer. I got this. Uh, I know how to do this. I know how to pray. We find ourselves falling into the uh, the things of, of religious leaders, in particular this Pharisee, of, of praying this way. Uh, and we miss the boat sometimes. And then, like well, you say, on the other times, we're sitting there like the tax collector going, oh, I get it. <laughs> 
Yeah. Well, and I think that that's where it's key is, you know, um, being aware of how we pray is important and what we're praying for. Um, and thinking, you know, are, you know, are we, um, are we coming to God fully with ourselves? Are we coming to God with a laundry list of things that we need? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and sharing with God where maybe we fall short or sharing with God where, you know, maybe we weren't as faithful as the disciples we, we wanted to be and, and really live into and lean into that aspect of, um, <laughs> you know, there are times where I really just have to say, God, show mercy on me. I'm a sinner. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then there are times where like, I just want people to pray and leave to like, let, like let go and let God have whatever it is that's on their heart. (laughs) Um, and, and man, if I could just get people to do that, it's amazing how people would be able to then Mm -hmm. enter into that whole idea Mm -hmm. of, well, I, so I used to, I used to preach this sermon, um, when I was in campus ministry and got to kind of tour, uh, (laughs) one sermon for a few go arounds and, and I think it was titled something like God's not your uh, um, spiritual vending machine. And the whole purpose of it was God, God's not sitting wherever God sits and, and hearing your prayers and hearing, um, I need this, I need that. Thank God I'm not this. Thank God I'm not that. And then just raining down blessings. You know, I think the imagery I used was, you know, blessings aren't quarters we put into the uh the prayer machine and hit the button and blessings come out. And and I think that's kind of what this parable is getting at. That that's not who God is. That's not how God operates in prayer. And so to think that all we need to pray about is, God, I need this, God, I need that. There, there are times, yes, uh, that we pray for things that we need, but it's not a new job. It's not more money. It's not, thank God I'm not that guy over there in this case. Um, it's this, it's this humility to say, man, I just, I am who I am today and God have mercy on me. Be with me in these moments, uh, of celebration, be in, uh, with me in these moments of grief. Uh, may I find your presence here. And I, and I really think that's where this tax collector is getting at rather than saying me, 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 it's just, here I am. I, I want to be in your presence. And so much of prayer, I think our, I think our, <laughs> I think our culture and, and religious societies needs to unlearn how we do prayer in some significant ways. Because we tend to, we tend to ask for more material and privileged things than we do giving thank giving thanks for and actually asking for things that we need uh, like grace and forgiveness um yeah i don't know i just prayer is one of those weird things that it's hard to get it gets easy to get stuck into well i struggle with the uh, preaching prayers sure and uh, for those of you that don't know that tradition it's the tradition of where when people are praying that they get preachy Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I really struggle with that because, um, it's not to me in some sense, like if someone, like if we're at a public event and someone says, Hey, pray for this event and they get preachy prairie, mm-hmm. man, it just shuts me off. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'd rather just say, Hey, let's bless this event. Let's ask for God's blessing for whatever it is we're trying to do here and let's move it along. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And maybe I mean, there's some spiritual things I need to work on there, but I, I just, well, I, don't I don't know. I, I mean, I, I, I struggle with it because I've, I've been called out sure. um, in those prayers um, and I've seen it abusive and it just makes me at, at unease when I hear the preachy prayers. So I'm going to, I'm going to quote a book, which I never do on this podcast. Uh, <laughs> I believe it's Richard Foster's book, Pring. Uh, he, he makes the invitation or, or the statement in that book of, are we praying to invite God into our lives or are we praying knowing that God is here and we're acknowledging God's presence? And, and he, he begins to talk about it as, uh, inviting God to your kitchen as if God's not already there and the arrogance it is to say, okay, God, now you can come into the kitchen. Um, instead of acknowledging, oh, God's already here. We're coming into God's presence wherever we may be. Um, and that's, that's prayer, right? And, and that's the difference in prayer is when we, uh, we acknowledge God's presence rather than inviting God into our presence. Now Matt's looking at a book. I'm looking at a book to find a, um, what if we, um, a really good book that I read um, that I had to read in seminary and I'm coming back to it uh, for um, just because I, I love the book. It's Beyond Words, 15 Ways of Doing Prayer um, by Kristen Johnson Ingram. Um, she talks about in this book about doing prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's always had me and that's always had my mind thinking about how we do prayer. Um, whether we can do prayer while we're doing dishes and, and thinking about mm-hmm. maybe as you're putting each dish away, you know, things like that. And, you know, all that stuff that we right. can do dancing and all music R- and all the Richard stuff. Richard Rohr is big on the presence of prayer too. Um, and I think that like, what if we flip the script and actually really tried to do prayer and mm-hmm. make our lives prayerful and mm-hmm. being, being aware of um, where God's presence is in our life and, um, and, and I think back to Matthew six, where, you know, Jesus talks about the showy prayers and the hypocrites. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we also know that the hypocrites are actually, he's really referring to as actors, but uh, you know, I think about how often like, you know, there's a way to be, there's a way to be prayerful when you're asked to pray in public. And then there's a way of being showy and it's a fine line. I know. Um, but I think that we need to be aware of those things because we never fully understand the harm that we may be causing someone else uh, when we're praying something. Um, but to go to God in prayer, like especially in a public, I'm thinking in a public sphere, not mm-hmm. necessarily in your private life. Your private life's a whole other thing. That's when you air out your laundry and, you know, God have show mercy on me a sinner. But I think that in the public prayer setting, I really like the idea of keeping things simple. Mm-hmm. and um you know blessing and ask for god's presence in the event and then just get out um mm-hmm. i think anything more you get it complicates things and then people just like oh you know here's a 15 minute prayer sure. um and, and and i don't know i just i don't know i guess that's where i'm at and you know well it, work on. it's it's knowing it's it's knowing the appropriate ways and times to pray right and 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 to swing it back to this parable that's that's where Jesus is at. No, no, the time and place here. Um, this is, this is how we pray and, and no, it's not the right way, but it's know the time and place. Um, and, and it all comes down to that humility, right? To humble yourself, to be, 
simply present in prayer and to be open and honest with who you are and where you are. And that's where you got to start. Um, Pharisee starts with everyone else. Thankful I'm not like those people where the tax collector starts with have mercy, starts with himself in that sense of here I am. Um, and so maybe, maybe that's where we are in prayer this week and uh, in inviting you to be aware uh, and just simply be present in these moments of prayer, whether it's in your personal life, whether it's doing the dishes or, or dancing or driving your car, don't close your eyes. Um, <laughs> you will meet Jesus uh, if you do that. Um, but just praying in a way that's uh, fruitful uh, and healthy and um, really life-giving to you in whatever ways they may be. Uh, we encourage you to do that and find those ways and share them with us. I think that's a good way to, to end today. And so we want to encourage you to go to our website at uh, beardedtheologians.com. Um, we had some really good uh, blog posts shared with us this month in regards to um, Pastor Appreciation Month. And uh, check back at those. Uh, it'd be good for maybe if you're on a personnel committee or know people on a personnel committee to share with them, to see experiences. And uh, we've also had some really good podcasts um, out. Um, you know, Mike Slaughter was a good interview and that was a lot of fun. Um, again, and, you know, just draw you back to all of our old ones. Uh, it's been definitely a, a fun year uh, for the Bearded Theologians. And so, you know, please feel free to listen to this season. Uh, and so for the Bearded Theologians, I'm Matt Franks. I'm Zach Bechtold. Thanks for checking us out. Go to AmplifyMedia.com. We hope you've enjoyed the conversations that we've had today on the Bearded Theologians Beardcast. And we'd encourage you to continue those conversations online at BeardedTheologians.com or on our Facebook page. We also hope that you pick up a couple of coffee mugs to uh, satisfy your coffee mug collection. Have a good day.